spending time with her husband, friends, family, including her 12 grandchildren. In her spare time, she connects and celebrates with the women involved in motorsports, taking you behind the wall about their journey of life, racing, and how they juggle everything to make it all work. Welcome to Racing Girls Rock Podcast. Strap in, window nets up, the pedals are down, and when the green flag drops, we go. This is Melinda Russell with Racing Girls Rock Podcast, and it's my honor, extreme honor today to interview a very successful race car driver, and her name is Rachel Meyer, and Rachel has been racing for quite some time, and most of you are probably going to know who she is, but just in case you're living in the backwoods and you haven't been following racing as close as some of us. We're going to ask Rachel if she'll just start by telling us a little bit about herself, and then we'll talk about her racing career. So, Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be on. So, my name is Rachel Meyer, and I've been racing since I was eight years old. So, I believe it's this is my 18th year of racing. Um, I stair-stepped up with my sister from junior dragsters to super comp, and now top alcohol dragster. And this is actually my first full-time season but I've been racing top alcohol for I want to say like three or four years now um I just got engaged this year also so I'm planning a wedding and yeah and I bracket race a lot on the side too not so much this year because I've been really busy but yeah yeah exactly and we talked a little bit before we got on you live in Missouri which is a good midwestern state and a, a place where racing's popular so that's kind of fun that you you know you live there and you travel all over the place to go to the races so doesn't really matter where we live does it we'll find a way to get to the racetrack exactly yeah for sure so when you were eight years old what were you racing how did you get started so when I was eight and my sister Megan was 10, my dad bought us some used junior dragsters and we went out to our local local track KCIR and he just said, if we like it, we can keep doing it. And if we don't like it, we don't have to do it. But me and Megan both fell in love with it. And that's just how it started. And I raced those for about 10 years and Megan was in them for about eight Okay. And then at some point you have to move up because you're either too tall <laughs> or you age probably age out of them. And so then what was the next step after that? So the next car was my super comp dragster, uh, which they raced those at NHRA events. Um, and I actually kept mine and that's what I used to bracket race with locally where I live. There's actually a track an hour, like North of me and an hour south of me so it's pretty nice that I'm kind of stuck in the middle of two pretty good tracks um but yeah I raced that starting at 17 or 18 years old and have been racing it ever since okay and so are you willing to tell me how old you are now as you're racing <laughs> yeah I'm 26 now just 26. 26. yeah so so in, in racing terms you know if you didn't start racing till now you'd be old wouldn't you but since, <laughs> but since you started so young, you know, you're, you're the experienced uh, race car driver. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your team? Like, I know your dad's involved, your sister was involved. Tell us a little bit about your team and who's on it. And then 
Um, I know you've, you've been having a good year. Tell us what you've been doing this year. So as far as crew members go on our team, uh, JJ is my main guy. He manages the motor and he's one who starts me up at the line. And then I actually work on the clutch. So I manage the clutch system behind, uh, in the cars. So, um, and then we'll normally have a third person jump in, depending on what track we're at. We have people that help us all over uh, the U.S. So if we're close to one of their tracks, they'll come out and help us. And then we have a second top alcohol dragster team, which Julie Natas drives. And uh, she has one main guy, too, Roy, who manages her clutch. And then we'll change out motor people. And my dad helps start that one. Um, and then my mom helps us out, too. She backs me up and... Yeah, so that's the crew for the alcohol teams. Yeah, and you know, when you, uh, and you know, I, I've been to quite a number of drag races, and when you go, you know, you're expecting to see a big crew, and really there's not usually a big crew, is there? It's usually two, three people, the driver's doing everything, and that, you know, they're all involved. And so, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Have you ever raced at US 131 Motorsports Park in Michigan? Uh, no, no, I have not. Okay, well, you need to check that out. They have some really awesome races, and I know your weekends are, are really full, but that's a really nice track, and they have some some big money races during the year, and even last year they did. When, when all of our other tracks were shut down, basically from COVID, uh, Martin was still running. It's Martin, Michigan. So check that out because I've, I've interviewed some ladies and then I get to go watch them because it's only about 20 minutes from me. And it's so fun to get to actually watch the ladies race that I've gotten to know. So um, otherwise, I'll, I'll come and see you somewhere where you're racing. So tell us about your season. What, how many races have you run and how have you finished? So we've done five events four national events and one regional event and the regional event we runnered up so that was pretty great and then um we've won three out of the four national events we've gone to so we're off to a really great start this season yes you you are i i follow you girls pretty closely and it's it's pretty impressive to see how you're doing and you and julie both are good about posting and and sharing pictures and and things so that we can keep track of of what's happening so um i know when i interviewed i think maybe it was your sister megan she used to be part of your team and then she went off and got married and now she's having a baby right yeah she is she's due in august yeah so um exciting things for her and um, but I, I know uh, some people don't understand how, you know, to win a championship. What does it take? Like you have to win so many regional events to get to national. So why don't you explain a little bit about how that works? So the way national point standings work is that you can count your best seven out of 10 national event races and your best three out of five national or regional event races. So you really have to kind of be picky on what your first 15 races are going to be. You want to kind of go towards tracks where you feel like you have a good advantage or like, you know, you can run good at that track and maybe stay away from tracks that, you know, you're not going to do any good at. Like Denver, for instance, we never go out to Denver because our cars are not going to run good in that altitude, but blown cars can just go down the track every time. So that's one of the races that we choose to sit out for our region because there's other ones that we can select. Okay, so what are some what are some places where you do race? Where have you gone already this year? And then where else are you going to be racing? 
So we went to Belrose, Louisiana, uh, Gainesville, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, um, Houston, Texas, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Our next one is the weekend after Father's Day, and it's Norwalk. And then we'll also be at Topeka, uh, a track in Iowa, Dallas, um, again at Charlotte. And yeah, I, did, I just have to look and see. Oh, that's the that's okay. Are on our so Norwalk is Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. So I've been to that track. So that's not that far. It's maybe three, four hours for me to go. Maybe not even that. That's a cool, that's a cool track. I like that track. And then, um, and you were just in Texas not long ago, right? And yeah, you, you guys did really well there too. So that's kind of fun. And then do you know where you are in Iowa? What the track is? Uh, we will be in Earlville, Iowa. Okay. All right. I've not heard of that, but I, I'm going to Iowa for a road tour event where I'm going to go <clears throat> to uh, like a, a English Creek, which is a quarter midget track. And then of course, Knoxville's there. And we're going to try to do a road tour and hit a few tracks in Iowa. So I may have to check that date out and see if I can't work that into my Iowa trip. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that, would be, that would be fun. So, you know, Rachel, one of the things that we usually talk about, and this usually comes up in, in pretty much every conversation with a woman racer, and is that we have a sport where the fans have really close access to the drivers. And, and you know, a lot of sports, you don't get that. And, but racing, you do. So I've been to some, you know, a drag events where you can walk right up and just talk to the, you know, the, the crowd comes up and talks to you. They'll get autographs or whatever. And then they know when to back off when you're getting ready to race and all that. But, but um, what's, you know, do you like that about it? Do you ever like wish you had a little more space or, you know, tell me how you feel about having the, having the crowds always there. Cause when you're one of the winning teams, you're going to draw those people more than others. Um, there's a lot of tracks that have pretty great loyal fans and I love seeing them out at the track, like in Bell Rose and in Texas. Uh, there's this girl that comes out and I let her help me pack the shoots and she warmed the car up for me because we've just over the years have created a good relationship between like racer and fan. So that's pretty awesome. I guess I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I like to please people and see them happy. And I like to go talk to them and see other days going And Yeah. So I've enjoyed that aspect of it. I think it's pretty cool. Well, and that makes you more popular too. I mean, if you're the kind of driver that wants to interact with the fans, you know that they're going to reciprocate and they're going to want to cheer you on just because of that. So, you know, that to me, that's a blessing of our kind of sport over baseball, volleyball, whatever it might be, because you can get up close and personal to the, you know, to the drivers and the crew and whoever you might want to talk to. So that's, that's all fun. So tell us a little bit about your car. What kind of car is it? How fast does it go? Some, some like, fun details my husband always gets after me says you never ask them how fast they go I'm like okay well I just don't always think of that so tell me about it so we have a dragster which are the long cars our wheelbase is 299 inches I believe and we run a 
421 Hemi motor in there and we're naturally aspirated and we go in the quarter mile. The fastest those cars have gone is like 285 miles an hour. And my sister just broke the record last year going 5.09 seconds. So that was pretty amazing because that record had been the record for like 13 years and she broke it. But an average, what we've been doing lately is like maybe a 518. So yeah. So now you've you've got a little bit of um, catching up to do to your sister, don't you? You gotta gotta get that car going so you can be like, oh, I at least tied my sister. <laughs> oh, is well, I have mile an hour over her, so I'm a little faster than her, just not as quick as her. Okay, so it's it's a trade off, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about, about your dad. I know he, you know, he's, it's Randy Meyer racing, right? And so, um, you know, he got you started. Did he ever race or how did he get interested in this kind of racing? So, yeah, he's actually been racing for 40 plus years mm -hmm. and, um, he's the fourth kid out of 10 kids and his oldest brother had moved to Kansas. And so he followed him here and his oldest brother, Joe was actually the one that got into racing, um, at our local track KCIR. And so then my dad went out there and then they just decided to start building their own race cars and racing them. And he did not like the bracket racing. He didn't like, he just wanted to go faster. He didn't understand the concept of why would you want to go slower? So that's what led him into the top alcohol class. And he used to race IHRA and AHRA for a while. And he went uh, top fuel racing for a little bit too, before I was born. Um, but yeah, so he's yeah. been doing it for a long time. So then after, you know, the little girls came along and then you were old enough to get in a, a car, he probably saw the opportunity to still have his hand in racing with you but not necessarily being the driver so you know dads are feel one way about that moms sometimes feel differently so how is your mom all about you girls getting in the race cars she was nervous and i think she still gets a little nervous sometimes um but yeah she's just never been the one to drive even in the juniors some races they'd have the parent races and so the parents could get in the juniors and she was too scared to even do that. And those top out at like 85 miles an hour. So yeah. she's not one for driving, but she will jump in there and get her hands dirty. She'll help with whatever we need help with. And she's very supportive. Oh, yeah. Well, you and, you know, you have to have that, don't you? It, it can't just be, you know, you and your dad. You've got to have people that help, whether it's and, and if the whole family's kind of not behind you, it doesn't work very well, does it? Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 We're very blessed to have both my parents very invested into this sport. Yeah, you, you really are. So, um, you know, you've been racing, what you say, 18 years, which sounds like a long time, but you know, you've got plenty of years ahead of you to race. What, what is something that when you're done, you know, you're all said and done and you're like, I'm done racing what kind of a legacy or what kind of, you know, what do you want to leave when they say Rachel Meyer? What do you want people to remember and think of? Um, I don't know. I guess someone that just works hard for what she's got. And I don't know. 
I think it'd be awesome to learn how to tune one of these cars and maybe one day take over what my dad does. And I also think it'd be cool to learn to drive a bunch of other cars like Top Aqual Funny Car would be awesome to drive or Pro Mod or Pro Stock. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe just someone who's done a little bit of everything. Okay. So I'm going to ask you now, you just got engaged. So tell me a little bit about him. Is he a, a race fan? Is he, was he a racer? Tell me, let's, let's get him some press in here. What, tell us about him. So we actually met at the racetrack because he does race also, but he just does local bracket racing. Uh, him and he has two brothers that do it also. They're all big Mopar people and he has a duster and we're actually working on building him a demon right now but yeah so he loves the sport just as much as I do which is awesome because we're probably never going to give it up until we're just not able to get in the cars anymore yeah and I I you know I didn't know but I must I was assuming you either met him up the track or he was somebody that you've known forever and you both were into the racing because uh, again you know, my husband and I like to do a lot of the same things. We like to travel. We like to we ride motorcycles. We now have a, an RV, which I had to twist my husband's arm about that. He called it a box on wheels. But after we spent some time in Arizona um, in the winter, and it was cold and snowy in Michigan, and we were out there where it was 75 and sunny, and our grandkids, some of them live out there. So now he admits that he likes it more than he thought he was going to. But if you don't have that, where you can enjoy things together, it just doesn't work. You've got, you've got to have some things that you, you can do your own thing, but you've also got to have some things that you like. And racing is such a family sport. So, you know, and I'm sure your sister, I know she still got her hand in it a little bit with the coaching and things. So, um, yeah, that, that's awesome. I'm glad that, I'm glad that he's in the racing family too. So, Rachel, why don't you tell us a little bit about your, your marketing partners, your sponsors, because we know this is not a cheap sport, and we all need those partners. So do you want to share a little bit about those people? Yes. So our title sponsor for this year and has been for the last few years is NGK. And this year, I am the NTK, which they do sensors. Um, so I'm the NTK, top alcohol dragster. Um, and then Lucas Oil helps us out, Gunk, um, Weld Wheels. There's a lot of other companies that help us out a lot, but NGK really helps us out a lot. And they were actually the people who put on the Charlotte race earlier this year. And we actually got to run four wide there. So that was pretty awesome. And we ended up winning that race. So that felt really good to win it with our sponsors there and just to do a good job. Yeah, that's that always helps if you can win the win the race that they sponsor, right? No, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. So, as a girl racing in what we typically think of as a man's sport, have you ever had any issues with guys, or or you know, do you when you get out there, it's just you're just another driver to them? For the most part, yeah, especially in our class, there's so many women that are racing in our class. Uh, the guys are just kind of used to it. They don't treat us any differently. And we all kind of feel like one family. And that was the same way with the juniors too. Um, in the super comp for the most part, no, we never had any issues. I feel like it's becoming a lot more common for girls to drive 
uh, any kind of car in NHRA and yeah, guys are respecting us and I don't really see any issues. Right. So I, you know, I'm kind of uh, asphalt circle track. That's kind of where I grew up, dirt and asphalt. Um, there was not really any drag racing close to where I lived in Illinois. And then I moved to Michigan and it was still, I have a track 20 minutes one direction, 20 minutes the other direction, kind of like you, but they're both asphalt circle tracks. Well, then I went to um, Martin and I had a lady that was, that I'd interviewed that was going to race. And so I went and I'd been there to see a couple races, but I'd never gone on the pit side. So I went on the pit side and it was a huge race. And I, was, I, I could not believe the number of girls, little girls, like the junior dragsters. There was as many little girls as little boys, if not more, there was tons of them. And then like the women even in racing. And then if the guy was racing, she was pushing the car, or, you know, pulling it with the four-wheeler or whatever. And, and I knew, you know, when I started the IWMA, I knew there were a lot of women in racing. I had no idea the scope of women in every kind of racing and especially in drag racing. I think it has the most women per, you know, total than any kind of racing. Would you agree with that or what's your experience? Probably because in NASCAR, you really don't see it very often. Um, that's about the only other racing I know a little bit about but yeah I think drag racing has a lot of women involved and even women involved working on the cars like there's a few top field teams out there that have girls working on the cars getting dirty doing just as much as the guys can do and it's it's awesome to see yeah it, it really is and like I said I I said to my husband I have never seen so many little girls and I was really impressed at the little girls because they're and they're little teeny tiny things you know, the, the little seats like this wide. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I, I just was so excited that day. And I, I talked to a bunch of them and they're just so dang cute, you know, and they're just, boy, they're serious too about that racing. And they want to beat those boys. <laughs> they really do want to beat the boys. Yeah. So, so Rachel, I know that, you know, racing is a passion of yours or you wouldn't have been doing it this long. So what, what is it about racing that makes you want to travel, get up, get dirty, do all the things that you do? What is it about it that keeps you going back? Um, I There's like a few different things. With the alcohol car, I really enjoy being able to spend time with my family because I live about three hours away from them. So most of the time when we are spending family time together, it's at the racetrack doing what we love. Um, another thing is like, I'm really competitive. Me and Megan are really competitive with each other. And so I don't know, racing, I think racing is why I'm competitive. And then it just gives you an adrenaline rush to whether you're bracket racing or racing the alcohol car. I don't know if you're winning and going rounds and you just get this adrenaline and this hype going. And I like the feeling. Yeah. It's, it's addicting. It really is. The whole motorsports thing is addicting. It really is. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that too. And, you know, when you try to explain that to somebody who's never been to a race, they don't get it. So, you know, the idea, part of the idea of IWMA is not only to 
celebrate and acknowledge and encourage women like you that are in racing, but to show other women and little girls that racing is for everybody. And if we could just get them to the track one time to watch a drag race or a NASCAR race or a, a local race, we know that most of them are going to become fans and they're going to come back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so the trick is how do we get them to the track? Right. How do we convince them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got any thoughts on that? That's the million dollar question. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe the parents will just have to drag them out there. Yeah. Them see. Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, we've got we've to gotta encourage women in every way that we can to be a part of it. It's not just for their husbands to go. And I think, I think it's happening more and more and more. You see more and more women when you go to the racetrack, which I absolutely love, you know, for that. So, <clears throat> so Rachel, tell me, what have I not asked you about that you need to share with us about yourself, your racing, why you do it, anything at all. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Have we covered most everything? <laughs> I think so. Okay. All right. So, you know, um, I, I'd like for you to, if you could, send me your schedule. And I'll put it with the podcast so people can kind of follow. And then how can they follow you on social media? So, you know, maybe that's a question I should ask you. I know you and Julie are both really good at the social media. So what, you know, what part does that play in getting people to the track or getting them to be like, they come to the drag race and they know who you are and they want to want your autograph or they want to follow you. What is it about the social media that you like or maybe that you don't like? So I'm still learning how to uh, do better at social media. Megan's helped mentor me. But I, I realized in Charlotte, once a lot of people got my autograph and after I won, they pulled us up right by the stands and the top field people were still going. So I went and talked to the fans in the stands and let them hold the Wally that I gained a lot more following. And now I feel like I have lifelong fans that next time I'm out there, they're definitely going to be out there and they're going to come stop by the pits and they're going to come talk to me. And I think social media helps get the word out, like where you're going to be or when the TV schedule is and yeah. if they want to purchase some of your shirts or a signature. So, yeah. yeah. But they can follow me on Facebook on Rachel Meyer Racing mm -hmm. and on Instagram on Rachel Meyer Racing. Okay. So do you do anything on Twitter, which is, you know, the, it's really popular for race people, but it's also very negative. So how do you feel about Twitter? I don't use Twitter. I never really got into Twitter. I tried it for a little bit in high school and then deleted it. I just was never that into Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I follow it. And I do use it a little bit, but mostly just to post like a new, the new magazines out or the new podcast is out. But I don't, I don't really engage on it because it can get really nasty, more so I think than any other platform. But it's amazing to me how really in the racing, you know, sport, it's big. Twitter's really big. And it's like, oh my gosh, I just, I just can't do that. But then uh, now there's TikTok and then somebody just told me I need to get on Snapchat. 
So do you just do Facebook and Instagram or do you do any of those other ones? That's mainly what I do is Facebook and Instagram. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a full-time job, isn't it? If you, if you really do it right, it's a full-time job and you just, I can't begin to do that. So I'm a, I'm a Facebook number one and then uh, some Instagram, my daughters have gotten me to do that because they're in their early thirties and they're all about the Instagram. And um, so, yeah, those are my primary ones as well. But um, we try to get the word out as much as we can about what you gals are doing and, and try to you know, promote what you're doing and encourage and celebrate what you're doing. So hopefully um, you still have a great rest of the year. You've got quite a number of races left. So we'll, we'll be following you and hopefully I can get to Norwalk or Iowa and, and catch you racing this year. That would be awesome. I'd love to do that. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be fun. So Rachel, last thoughts of anything that you want to say or um, anybody you want to thank in your family or anything? Last last thoughts. I guess just thanks to my dad for everything he's done for me and my mom, my sister, and JJ and all the other crew guys that help us out. And big thanks to NGK, NTK for sponsoring us this year. And yeah, can't wait to go to my next race. And yeah, and it, it'll be it'll be here sooner than than you think. It's by the time you get home and you get the cars ready and do all that, and it's time to turn around and go again, isn't it? Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, well, Rachel, I really enjoyed getting to talk to you. We had a couple little dates that we had to maneuver around, but we finally both found some time where we could sit down and and record this. And I'm I'm really excited to be able to talk to you. And I want you to know that we're pulling for you and encouraging you and we're gonna you know share and support you what you're doing and julie too julie's one of our favorites as well so your team's right up there at the top as far as i'm concerned so um we'll be watching and um can't wait to see how your year ends okay thank you so much for having me on the show i really appreciate it you're welcome rachel thank you thank you for listening to racing girls rock podcast Follow us on Facebook at International Women's Motorsports Association or on Instagram and Twitter at the IWMA Nation. And if you know someone that should be on our show, drop us an email at IWMA Nation at gmail.com.